On today's show, let's talk about trades, baby. What kind of trades could the Dallas Mavericks make this season? What trades could they make to get Luka a second star? And we'll talk about some win-now candidates and more on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks. don't believe you shouldn't be here and welcome you're locked on to the dallas mavericks my name is nick angstead media member and nba channel manager for the locked on podcast network thanks for making locked on maps your first listen every day we are free and available on all podcast platforms including youtube but the best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below let us know give me one player name me one player you want the maps to trade for? Let me know in the comments below. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash lockdownmba. And joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, and contributor at mavs.com, the cool con cool guy, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? You've seen uh, Wakanda forever too many they times. They call him Cool Cool Khan. No. Uh, I, saw it again. I saw it again tonight. Oh, I love it. It was a great movie. It is a great movie. Uh, since we're talking about trades, I have an adorable thing with my uh, kids the other night. With So my both of my... Uh, I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. Yeah. And their their doors are like perpendicular to each other to their rooms to where yeah it's yeah, where like you it's kind of hard to explain but anyway you they can like see each other underneath their doors at night and <laughs> so they have they both have these like tony boxes and so i know if it's a popular thing for, okay for, for toddlers and you can buy these little characters these little you know disney characters or whatever and it's just so adorable since we're talking about trades they have just put two and two in their uh, their brains that they can trade <laughs> Tony figurines underneath their door. <laughs> so they're like, here you go, Roman. You can have Olaf. And the other <laughs> one's like, no, you can have Moana here. And they're like trying to like trade underneath the door. While the night. doors are closed? And yeah, yeah. The doors closed stuff because <laughs> they're not supposed to come out at night. So uh, we keep our kids closed up at night. You, you, know? just, see, you just see little characters sliding across the floor like at night. <laughs> they they try to. And it's just, it's the most adorable thing ever. Like, if you, if this is your version of sharing, then sure, let's sign me up. We'll teach you trading and bartering. I imagine that's how Nico Harrison's going to make the Mavs next trade, just under the door in the NBA league offices and just slides over a sheet of paper with, like, JaVale McGee's name on it. <laughs> <laughs> on today's show, let's get into some trade targets. Let's talk about some players around the league the Mavericks could trade for. This is one of our favorite things where we just go over, what about this guy? What about this guy? What about this guy? A lot of names you guys have sent us, so we're going to talk about that and uh, figure out how to get Luka a second star. But let's start with this. I think there's a couple things the Mavericks need. They need a second star. This has been their problem for literal years. <laughs> Just years we've been talking about. The Mavericks' big problem is the secondary slot, like the second star slot. If they could just slide in a very good, like, complimentary all-star caliber player, it would fix most of their problems, like most of their especially if that player is, is a pretty good defensive player. Um, they need that. I think they still need some more championship experience. A third ball handler, we've talked about that ad nauseum across the, the summer and until now. I yeah. think they still need a real starting mobile center. 
I think the JaVale experiment has has pointed to the fact that they need a mobile center specifically. <laughs> and uh, he ended up not being the, the starting center the Mavs needed so far. And then I think they could use one more defensive wing. They, I don't think they need that, but they could use one. Is, am I missing anything on their needs? No, that's it. I mean, everything when it comes to the trade front, everything for Dallas, you know, for the most part, centers around that second star. When when are you when are you going to take the big swing yeah. that you are building up your assets right now to take one more big swing before Luca's you know second contract is up? And when that happens, I think it depends on the person. It depends on the player, obviously. Um, when when do you have the most assets? Of you, you know, you got a few picks right now. Um, you know, I think you get to the summer, you get another pick that you could probably use. Um, then yeah. you know, you're talking about some swaps and stuff. You're looking at the contracts on your roster at that point and saying, all right, normally when you make a bigger trade like this, you're looking at expiring money. Right now, you have some expiring contracts in a Dwight Powell and a Christian Wood. The thing that they're missing right now is that like young centerpiece of the deal or at least a young piece in the deal. You know, is what's Josh Green's value? That was the big, you know, losing factor of. Not really big losing factor, but that was a factor of, you know, the Jalen Brunson stuff yep. of, okay, you know, you, you Brunson could be an in a deal. And one of the reasons why we think that they lost Jalen Brunson, because he knew that, all right, next time they a, a star becomes available, I'm going to get traded to whoever that team is to get that second star. He, he knew that. And that we think that one of our theories is that he left because he didn't want to just sit around and be trade bait, right? <laughs> he thought that his, yeah. his daddy and the Knicks wouldn't trade him. So we'll see if that happens, to, like looking at their start so far this season. Let's talk about some actual players' names, though, because I'm looking at some second star possibilities. This is Oh, maybe, swinging big early. Let's swing big early. Maybe not this season, but like coming down the pike in the future. We talked about Anthony Davis, but just quickly, Anthony Davis may be available this season. He had a really good game the other night, but the Lakers team's going nowhere. It seems like they're one chance to get out of debt-free sort of situation is just trade Anthony Davis and start over. Um, we don't think he'd be the, like the perfect fit because he, he can't really carry a team when Luca's off, when Luca's on the bench, right? There's just some weird things with him, the injuries. It would be a better version of the Christoph Porzingis thing, but it would cause the same problems. Yeah, no, uh, just point blank. No, <laughs> he Bernie. said, yeah, no, <laughs> um, <laughs> I just, you know, obviously there's, there's a price that you get to, yeah. For Anthony Davis, where you're like, all right, cool. But for the yeah, cost, if, if it's they didn't gonna... have to, if they didn't have to send a lot, like, sure. Yeah. Let, let's roll the dice with it and try yeah. it. If they, if it was like, I don't know, even like two firsts and, you know, some players, you're like, okay, let's, let's try that. But if it's, you know, three firsts and swaps and all the stuff that like they're asking for, you know, the teams have been asking for, for actual star players. Like, I don't know if Anthony Davis is worth it at that point. It, it seems weird saying that now, um, because if you go back to like bu- the bubble and it's like, Dang, I mean, he was what a top five player in the league. Oh, he was hitting every um, shot he was taking. So, and he's still, you know, a really good player when he's healthy. It's just no, I'm just not willing yeah. to swing big. The, the Mavs have to for... nail this. They have to yeah. nail this one. Like this one has to be nailed because this is we're about to hit Luca's title window, right? He, he's getting to the. He's tw- still 23, so he's not. You know, he's not even to the MVP. Like, I mean, we're in the title window right now. Yeah, he, but... yeah, he's he's that good. Usually yeah. a player's title window, even LeBron's or Giannis's and whoever, it ends up being like 26, 27 years old. Um, yeah. I think Wade Wade with that that cheating Heat team was the one that was earlier. I think he was like 24. Um, Jimmy Butler, I've mentioned this one before. 
The Heat are back to 500. It doesn't seem like they're in such desperation, but it does seem like their title window has closed. Maybe they decide to like close up shop on this whole thing and you know ship out some of these guys. The Kyle Lowry experiment seemed to have failed. Jimmy Butler's their one guy to like, all right, let's trade this, start over with Hero and Bam and try something else. Jimmy Butler, I think, would that would be great. Like that's one that's a player I'd put I would go all in on, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I think for them, it, their heart behind it would be if they just wanted to just take the, you know, go take a step back to take a step, a bigger step forward in the off season or something like that, uh, to where it had to be like expiring contracts, get first round picks back from Dallas. It had to be a big swing from Dallas, and then your 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 question you're asking at that point is, are you are you wanting to give up all the assets for? A, you know, what, how many good years does Jimmy Butler have left? Two, three? Yeah, so he's he's 33 right now. He just turned 33 in September. He's on the books this year for 37, next year 45, the year after that 48, and then a player option for $52 million in 25-26. So, I mean, he's going to be 36? You, yeah, you'd be really hitching your wagons. That, yeah, 34, 35, 36. He'd be 36. So you're really hitching your wagons to a guy that's at the back end of his you know, back end of his prime for sure, and all this money coming up. But that's, I mean, this is what these swings are. You're not just going to get like, you're not going to get Jalen Brown. You're not going to get Jason Tatum. You're not going to get one of those guys that just be a perfect fit and perfectly in the prime. It just doesn't happen. And if it does happen, it's Porzingis. You know, it's like, it's one of those where you're like, there's something else that is the issue there. So coming up, let's talk about a couple other big swing names. I got a couple more because I don't know what's happening in Chicago. Can we do the fingers? What's hap- what's happening in Chicago right now with the with their team? Would they decide to trade either of those guys? Let's talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Sweatblock. Sweatblock is a fascinating product that if you have an issue of profusively sweating, you're, you're always dealing with sweat, trying to figure out, all right, how do I get rid of these pit stains? You raise your hand to, you know, in a in a meeting or something and you got pit stains, just embarrassing. So, if you want to avoid that, Get sweat block. Sweat block is a wipe when you're when you're dry the night before. You go ahead and you wipe your underarms and you sweat free for seven days. You wouldn't have to worry about pit stains or embarrassing stuff like that. They have all kinds of other products too, like deodorant. They have um, they have cream for like uh, sweat in your uh, below deck area as well. If you want to go check out that as well, I've tried all oh. this tried all this stuff. If you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, try Sweatblock, and you can save twenty percent with the promo code Locked On. That's two words, Locked On at Sweatblock.com. Also available at Amazon, but to get that twenty percent off, you have to go to Sweatblock.com. Use the promo code Locked On. And now, dads with the ads. Dads do the ads, baby. All right, so uh, you ever tried to cancel a subscription before, Nick? I have. Yeah, you know what? It sucks. It's crazy how fast you can sign up for a subscription, but then when you try to cancel a subscription. Direct TV stream? Like, come on. Let me cancel the thing online. I started it in five minutes. I have to cancel it in two hours. So it takes so long to cancel a subscription, so then, like, it's just not worth it, so then you forget about it. And then it's like, all right, now you're stacking up money, 80% 80% of people have subscriptions they forget all about. That's why we love using Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. You're wasting money on subscriptions. Maybe for you, it's an unused Amazon Prime account. No, I use that. I use my <laughs> Prime account. Uh, maybe it's a Hulu account. That's actually kind of true. I don't really use Hulu that much. There's this great app I use to help. It helps track all my expenses. And because of it, I no longer waste money or on subscriptions. I don't even use. You might have heard of it. It's called Rocket Money. 
formerly known as Truebill, that we mentioned a while ago. It's an app that shows you all your subscriptions in one place, cancels what you don't want for you. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't know you were paying for. You may even find out you've been double charged. Oh, you ever you ever saw that and you've been double charged on something? You're like, I'm pissed now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I'm calling the credit card company. This is what Rocket Money's for. Cancel unnecessary subscriptions with Rocket Money today. Go to RocketMoney.com/slash locked on. Seriously, it could have saved you hundreds, hundreds of dollars per year. That's RocketMoney.com/slash locked on. All right, Isaac Harris, thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen today. Also, subscribe on the podcast if you're not. Spotify, Apple, carry us with you wherever you go. We appreciate all the Raccoon Squad listeners that hang out with us and make us your first listen. And honestly, the people that come up to us and say, I'm part of the Raccoon Squad. I listen every single day. Love that. Love when you guys come up to us at games and stuff. Hopefully, we'll see a couple of you guys Tuesday and Wednesday for these games. All right, a couple more second stars. What's happening in Chicago? They're 6-8. and eight. They made this big, big move for DeRozan. They were pretty good last year at certain points. They were number one in the East for a while. Lonzo is done. The Vooch thing seems like it, it's done. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to like. What you can't like for his career. Or you can't. Season, or? You can't expect anything from him. I think at this point, it's kind of it's just kind of weird. And yeah. it's not like they're a disaster, right? It's not like they're just a complete disaster, like what the Lakers are right now. But they're just not maybe where they thought they were. It doesn't seem like DeRozan or Levine are are you know as, as good as they were last year and what if they just decide to like start it over what if they just decide to start something over like all right let's take one of these guys and split them because we didn't look good in the playoffs last year we're not looking good right now what would you think about DeMar DeRozan or Zach Levine I don't think they trade Zach Levine I, I think it would be one of the others because I, I think you're still a, a, a younger like you don't trade Patrick unless they like for them, they they I could see them like going all in for somebody like a win now player. Like if Durant hit the market, like going all in for something like that because you have all these like win win now players. But I I think they would keep Levine. I think it's a DeRozan or Vucevic or like a Caruso, um or Kobe White. I mean we've talked about Kobe White. Yeah. There's a report that you know he's uh being shopped. Shocking because I mean they have like ten point guards on the roster. So they've been shopping I, him for a while. I think. Yeah. Um, I would be down. For him to come off the bench in Dallas, because mm. uh, he was a steal. Uh, he played it, <laughs> Carolina. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would, I would actually. So, I would look at the DeRozan thing and say, "All right, what's the cost it would take to get DeRozan? He has one more year after this year at twenty eight point six million dollars guaranteed. After that, he's obviously unrestricted. Do you have his age in front of you? <laughs> yeah, he just turned thirty three. Yeah, so right the same as Jimmy Butler, uh, better contract, shorter contract. So yeah. I'm more open to this one than the Jimmy Butler. Almost one. half of what Jimmy Butler's contract is, like you know, each year. Uh, I would actually be down for this mm-hmm. and for the, for the right price. And you want to you want to talk about what would help a uh, Lucas usage rate? Demar Derozan. Yeah, he would. <laughs> that, that's what would help it. Uh, now there's a whole question about. What happens at the end of the games? If he's not shooting threes, what's he doing? I'm I'm willing to take a relative swing. I don't know if I'm willing to give up all my assets yeah. and this be the biggest swing. Um, I'm not in that camp. This is this is like a check swing, right? In baseball, you like yeah, have the real swing, and this is like a check swing. Like, all right. I, but can the map – this is a question, and this is the DeMar DeRozan question, and some of these other players we'll talk about today. Can the Mavs take – a soft swing at a star. 
right? Can they can they do that, or do they have to just go all in on like a surefire guaranteed? Like, would DeRozan be that guy, or that, or can they take this sort of soft swing at a guy like this that could be good, but also when you get to the playoffs, could it could be a disaster? Well, I think I think what Dallas is trying to do right now is how can we take the soft swing while preserving our first round picks, Oof. and I that they're trying to thread that needle of. All right, what's the DeRozan type of deal that we could, you know, is there a guy out there that we can find a team saying, hey, we're trying to get off this money, a contract. Like, let's say DeRozan didn't have a, like a really good year last year, and Chicago's like looking at it saying, all right, he's pretty good, but he's still doing another 30 after this year. Not as bad as Lowry, but a little bit better. Yeah. And Dallas is looking at it saying, hey, we can give you some expirings and, you know, maybe a couple seconds lets you get off that money and allows us a soft swing that increases our chance at the title this year. But we're also preserving Josh green, the first round picks and all that for a bigger swing later. I just think DeRozan's a little bit too, too good. At that point, it's like, what are you sending Chicago that they would want to do this? Right. That's what it becomes at that point. It's like, okay, what makes it worth it on their end? Yeah. Cause, cause for them, they, they just have too many win now players where like cap space for them right now. I don't, I think they'd be looking to get first round picks. Yeah, right. Because they have, yeah, they're up, they're on the books for 120 million dollars next year too already, and then oh. even 77 million the year after that. It's so like their uh, the Zach Levine contract really kicks in this year. So, yeah. Uh, the other one that I thought was Carl Anthony Towns. Oh my lord! Really going all in. Would the would the Wolves make another just panic move? This okay, this Gobert Towns thing just isn't working at all. Anthony Edwards is upset. We can't upset Ed- Anthony Edwards. No one's going to take D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> like, like is, is Towns the move that we make to try and do something else? What do you think about – what would you think about a Towns trade? Well, I don't think we have enough for Towns. Enough time left in like... the podcast to talk about Towns? <laughs> uh, if I was Minnesota, I would already be secretly listening to offers, but for Towns. Mm. Do, I, I just – yeah. I don't have a lot of Carl Anthony Towns like stock at the moment. So that for for me, if I was them, I would be saying I would be looking across the league saying, All right, is there a good I'd be calling like OKC and saying, Is there anything around SGA for for Towns? And I would much rather swap out the young thirty million dollars a year player for Towns to a a solid point guard to go alongside Anthony Edwards and Rudy go run a pick and roll with Rudy Gobert for the next handful of years. Yeah, you got to do a five, you got to do a four out plus Rudy Gobert, and it has to be def, like versatile defensive type guys too that do different stuff. I don't know if they could bring in Towns just for the sole purpose of when Dirk like threw shade at him or when he went Towns yeah. said he was the best big man shooter in in, in league history. God, I don't know. No, Cat deserves any of that. Um. SGA was the last name I had too. I, I just don't think no. he's I, taking the leap. They, I know. Yeah. I mean, before the leap, he, he was still one of the guys that was like, just go out and get him whatever you can. I, I was in the camp that I thought, okay, see would would trade him this year. I went into the season saying, Oh, they're going to trade him this year because as soon as they lost Chet, I'm like, they're going to tank again. They're going to trade him, trade SGA, get a bunch of assets, tank this thing one more time, build around Chet and Giddy. But dang, he's taking a leap so, so much. Good. Like, how do you tell your fan base that you're trading such a young star right now? <laughs> yeah, you're you're 24 year old averaging 31 
uh, four and six with two steals and a block and a half. Like, how do you how do you tell your fan base that you're trading that? Like, you're really just telling your fan base, hey, we're just not into winning at all. We're just going to keep pushing this thing back and pushing this thing back. And we don't believe yeah. in any of our guys that we've drafted. We only are still waiting on the Wembenyana or somebody. Or even like, man, they, they, even if they're the top of the lottery odds, 14% chance at Wembenyama. Like, that's not a good enough chance for you to trade SGA, I don't think. And so that, that's why I don't think they'll do that. But if they would, that's the, I mean, that's the perfect guy. You throw everything in, throw all, throw, the, everything. Throw, throw all the picks, kitchen sink, Josh Green, Hardy, whatever you want, like anything, like literally. You, you name it. Yeah. Like, okay, see, if we, whatever we have, all the, take it. All if the you players, compare SGA and Luca, you do it. All the players you guys have complained about, like, why don't you guys ever want to trade Maxi or Bullock or Dorian? I don't care. Any of them. Like, like send them send them all off. I don't care. Yeah. Get, get Luca and SGA together. Uh, all right, coming up. Couple I got a list of names. I was going to say, you got a bunch of names. You, you have hogged these first two segments, <laughs> and you know how much I love trades? I haven't even got to throw out any freaking names. <laughs> you segment hogger? We'll, we'll do that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a place to go check out the uh, a new kind of fantasy game. You can check it out. It has, um, you pick two to five players and they're over under based on, let's see, there's a, there's a taco. There's, you can do esports too. And there's, there's one that's, there's a bunch of jerseys and then one of them. Taco? Yeah. One of the, one of the icons is a taco and I don't understand it. Maybe somebody that understands esports can tell me. Well, just Uh, talk about it. Hey, our boy Jalen Brunson is playing the Utah Jazz. You know how much he loves to play the Utah Jazz. Uh, 18 and a half points per points, uh, in the Knicks versus Jazz game, Isaac. Over, under for Brunson. Over. Over 18 and a half. Lowry marketing against the Knicks, 19 and a half. Oh, give me the over on oh, that one. for sure. Give me the over on that one, too. You put down 20 bucks, you can win 60 bucks. You put down 25, you can win 75. Put down 100 bucks, you can win $300. And you can combine that with a bunch of other things as well, even the NFL or soccer or any kind of stuff. Guys, check it out. It's prize picks and use the promo code uh, use the promo. What is the promo code? Use the promo code locked on one word locked on at sign up for instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars prize picks promo code locked on. All right, Isaac Harris, we got some trades that we want to make and we got some players we want to trade for. I got another, <laughs> go ahead and, and throw, throw out some names for him. Let's just say your usage rate right now is really high. Terry Rozier, I think, would be. Let's go! <laughs> Terry Rozier, baby, how'd you know? I have a list of third ball handlers, and he's the first one on the list. All right, well, go ahead and give me the rest of the names. That one's a. <laughs> <laughs> that one would be another soft swing that would be like a, a, a softer swing than the DeRozan one, but I, I'd be down for it at this point. Well, you better be because you do a podcast with me. So. <laughs> Who else you got? Um, so Terry Rozier. Um, <laughs> I know you mentioned him while I go, but is there is there any world of D'Angelo Russell? No, I, I'm out. I'm out on him. Okay. I just think he's in that soft swing category too. I, of, he's an expiring contract, around thirty million a year. Yeah. There's like these players out there that are that that produce. They like put up numbers, but you just are so happy they're on somebody else's team and not yours, right? It's like the anti the Patrick Beverly solemn measure where you're like, ugh, you hate it when he's playing against you, but you love when you're on your team. D'Angelo Russell, Russell Westbrook, even Kyrie, you're like, it's totally fine. I'm, I'm glad they're on some other team and that, that our team doesn't have to deal with that that headache, right? I, I feel like he's one of those. Let's end this pod on Russ. 
I got him. I got him on my list for third ball handlers. Let's let's end it on on Russ. Um, any of these like bigger contracts that you're saying? All right, there's a combo of our contracts that'd be open to for Tobias Harris or Joe Harris. The Tobias Harris one is interesting. I saw slightly biased posts like Tobias Harris would make way more sense on the Mavs than the the Sixers, and I'm like, I kind of agree, but I don't really know what Tobias's exact role would be, and like, where is he? What's he what's he doing on the maps, right? Is he like the version of Christian Wood that Jason Kidd would trust? <laughs> like I think that would be that would be the version, but he wouldn't start like at center. He would start at the four. And like he's not the best defensive player. So you're like trying to craft a really good defense around Luca and Tobias Harris. And he would obviously bring great scoring and shooting and all that stuff, like the stuff that they need. It's just sort of it's an odd fit. And he makes a lot of money. <laughs> If Philly called and said Bertons and Tim. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. You do that. You do that. hundred percent. Tobias makes 37.6 this year. 39.2 next year. That's an easy one. You're, you're getting off of long-term money. You're, you know, you're getting off the Bertons, Tim Hardaway jr. Like you're getting a more consistent shooter in Tobias. Like you would do that. It's just the fit would be a little strange. A little clunky. Um, Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Or nay. Yeah, I looked at this one too. I just it's a lot of money. It's 28.3 million this year, 29.7 million the year after that. It's guaranteed. So he would become a pretty big expiring deal next season. But I just, yeah. I don't know what you're like what are you getting at this point? I haven't loved what I've seen out of him this year. Um, you know, you look at the cuz the common thing to do when you, when you look at some of these um trade scenarios is I just wrote down teams. I wrote down teams that are underperforming that I could see making a trade right now, like Chicago, like yeah. Minnesota. Um, you know, obviously Houston, they suck, but Eric Gordon, maybe, you know, it depends on how it shakes out the Pacers and, you know, Pacers we've talked about a million times, buddy, your boy, miles Turner, bring him home, baby, bring him home. Can I do my miles Turner thing? Or you got something else? Go ahead and do it. Well, but you, you said the name. It's, it's like, like Luca asking, Hey, can I shoot the ball this time? <laughs> it's like, Oh, cool. It's like, shoot no, it, Luca. no Dinwiddie. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think we've learned the Mavs need a mobile center in that spot. You can't have like a plotting mm. center. You can't throw out a Jonas Valanciunas or even a Steven Adams. Like you can't have that for the type of defense they want to play. And I think Miles Turner would just be great. He's making 18 million. He's an expiring Tim Hardaway Jr. For Miles Turner works straight up. I don't know that the Pacers would do that, but that's just <laughs> so intriguing to me. Like if they can make that trade, you fix a lot of your issues. Now you don't have as much shooting as you would hope, but you fix and Miles Turner can shoot, but that it, but you still just don't have as much volume shooting as you would hope, but it solves some problems there. Yeah. Rick did like Tim Hardaway though. He did. Um, it would just fundamentally change your, your defense for the better because miles Turner's way better rim protector than the Mavs have ever had besides Tyson Chandler. <laughs> I've talked about Draymond before. I'm going to go. I said this on 97 one, the freak the other the day on freak. Saturdays, you can hear me on the radio 12 to two on the corner three. 90. Um, when, there you go. I got this. <laughs> I got the sticker from the roller template. I said this the other day or this past Saturday. I think the Warriors trade Draymond Green before the deadline. Ooh. And I man, it's just not looking good for him right now. And it doesn't look like he's going to be back next year. So why don't you just go ahead and get ahead of the curve? Like just yeah. go ahead and get ahead of it right now. Ship him off before the deadline. I know it's going to be hard for him, but uh, the moment that we start hearing trade grumblings about Hey, the Warriors are privately shopping Draymond Green. Y'all better be tweeting at me so fast <laughs> because you know I'm going to be like leading the charge. 
That's a, such Called another it. soft swing too. But it would be like a it would be a soft swing that would add defensive intensity and like weirdly add a playmaker because he's been such a good playmaker for them. Yes. To imagine yes. the Mavs shooters like running off of Draymond stuff and Luca figuring out how to play with Draymond and running off of that stuff like. You'd think that a guy like Draymond with his lack of shooting, like he's literally shooting less than 60% from the free throw line. Like he just really can't shoot this year, but he doesn't like mess your spacing up that much because of the other things he brings on offense. And we have, you know, the Warriors, it's not about like we have players that would fit into their system. And it's like, like even our bad contract stuff, you're like, oh, like, not that Bertons would be in the deal, but it's like, oh, Bertons would fit in Golden State. Yeah. Tim would fit in Golden State. Like all the like almost all these dudes would fit in Golden State for the most part. So um anyway, you know I'm about Draymond. Would would Cleveland entertain a Karis Levert for Tim type of deal and would would Dallas? Yeah, I don't know. So Car- you Car- a little- they make they make around the same amount of money, similar roles, but Karis Levert is due. Uh, he's an expiring contract. So if Cleveland looks at it and says, all right, we don't know if we're going to be able to retain him this offseason. We have a lot of money on our books already. We would much rather have a, a similar guy that's already under contract that we don't have to worry about losing for nothing for the next few years because we're in such a win-now mode. Yes. I wonder if there's something there. Dallas has been interesting in Karis LeVert before, by the way. Dinwiddie played with Karis LeVert, too, back in Brooklyn. So you have that connection. The Andrew Baker connection in the front, the Mavs front office where he was there with Karis LeVert, too. So you have that kind of connection. Jared Dudley. Jared Dudley's on the bench. Um, I just don't know what you're getting with him. Like he's, He would be a little bit more shot creation off the bench. That'd be great. He's also just – he just misses a bunch of games. Like, look at look at his, like, games played. Uh, over his just career, 57, 71, 40, 45, 47, 58, like just misses a ton of games. Yeah. Uh, okay. For the sake of getting to Russ, this is, this is a question I have for you in the, in light of the SGA, cause we really didn't throw out a ton of names, realistic names. That is like, Hey, we're willing to make the big swing for it. That was such is a great De'Aaron- subtweet towards my first two segments that you just did. <laughs> Sorry, I was just standing in the corner waiting to get involved. <laughs> That's like the Anthony Edwards, like we just we're just soft in the middle. Like there's just no space. I can't leap over everybody. That's what Isaac just basically did to me. Is De'Aaron Fox worth going all in for? Oh, this is an interesting one. Is he good enough? Is he worth it? He's having a good season this year. But if the Kings suck again, do they entertain another reset kind of? I don't think the Kings suck. I'm saying if they if they do as the season goes along, and they're like, I know they just made the Sabonis trade, they want to win, and I'll, they're probably not going to trade him. I get it, but I'm just saying if they do, if they reach a point where they say, all right, Keegan Murray, let's let's we're we're sucking again. Let's say Sabonis gets hurt. Yeah. Is is Fox worth the SGA type of package? I don't know if he's worth the full SGA type package because of the defense and the shooting. Is a little bit lower than SGA's, but he's worth. It would a, take the picks and stuff. Yeah, I was gonna right? say he's worth a, a package though. Okay, for sure. He missed a bunch of games too, by the way. All right, I know we're pressed for time, but uh, is there any package Dallas could put together for Russell Westbrook? That would you do the? Is it that? Isn't it the Tim and Davis one? Isn't that? Doesn't that one work? If the Lakers said, "Hey, we're not going to trade a pick, but we're just looking for," we're scanning the league, saying. 
are there two other longer term contracts out there that teams are willing to get off of? Now, there it seems like they're trying to keep up keep their cap space clean for the summer. Yeah. But if not, they're looking for two guys that just fits better in their system besides Russ. Um, I think Dallas would really entertain that. Would oh, okay, so you have to do ten more million. So I guess it would have to be Dwight. Well, Dwight would have to be in there, yeah. You throw Dwight in there. So then your your team so you trade Dwight, Davis, and Tim to bring Russell Westbrook off the bench. Then you don't have a starting center anymore. You don't have your seventh man coming off the bench to shoot, so Russ becomes the Tim Hardaway role. So you get better in shot creation a little bit. You get worse. I'm not even talking about the basketball fit. I was saying you get worse vibes. (laughs) What else can you get? You free up thirty million dollars in the offseason. Yeah, and then then you can thirty six million, and then you can go after. I mean, there's not too many guys available this offseason, so I don't know. Even the flexibility of it and and all of that. Obviously, if you know Lakers put in picks and stuff to it, you're entertaining it. Anyway, that's it's not even the basketball fit of Russ. It's more of the flexibility for the summer. Oh, you know, Nico Harrison loves his flexibility, right? Explain. I'm ze- I'm, sorry. I am zero interested in Kyrie Irving. So no, it's not no, even a conversation. Uh, did I have any more? Jay Crowder's available. <laughs> Holy crap. I forgot about he existed. That's like the one player we know is for sure available right now. Would you go all in for DeAndre Aiden? I thought about that one a lot because I, I made a list. We'll probably do this as another podcast, but all the mobile starting centers in the NBA right now, like if you're just like, okay, if the Mavs ever want to upgrade at center, this is the list of names they have to choose from. It's not many. Like there's not many centers that fit this. Kevon Looney, Bam Adebayo, DeAndre Eaton, Evan Mobley, oh, Wendell Ooh. Carter Jr., uh, uh, Wu, I forgot his Aneka Akongwu, Al Horford, Robert Williams, Isaiah Stewart, Kelly Olynyk. Those are like the only ones I could come up with. They're like mobile centers that would work in their system. I don't think Atlanta's trade of Congo, but Looney is very interesting. That would be a great one. That that would fix a lot of problems. Oh, he'd be good. There you go. Let us know in the comment section below. What's a trade you want the Mavs to make? What's a player you want them to go after? Thanks for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen every day. We'll be back tomorrow and the next day with post games. We do every single post game here. So Clippers game, Rockets game. Go check those out. And now make your second listen Locked On Sports today. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Maps. Peace out. Boom.